Hello you awesome people out there. Welcome to the second episode of the Belk IoT podcast. IoT everything with me Sai Prakash Belgeri. In episode 1 we looked at what is IoT and the obvious next question would be how does one make a career into IoT? So to answer this question we have a special guest today and his name is Jeff Arbanzik. Jeff is currently a senior IoT solution architect at a global technology services company with over 30 years of technology experience across all business verticals during his 30 years in technology he has done everything from mainframe development to IoT also sprinkled in there is his entrepreneurship where Jeff started three different technology companies with his last company developing the first IoT based hardware software solution to connect previously unconnected point of care medical devices hey jeff thanks for taking out time and coming on to the show you're very welcome nice to chat with you sir pleasure uh so let's get started so the today's uh, podcast we are uh, you know talking about how to make your uh, one's career into iot and what are the different opportunities and all so why why don't you start uh, by yourself like how you got into this thing uh, now you are a senior solutions architect and uh, how you got uh, so far and what are your plans further yeah no i appreciate it so uh, again thank you for allowing me to chat with you a bit on your on your podcast really excited to join you yeah it, it's it's interesting um yeah i do have 30 plus years in in technology Uh, I kind of joke with people I've done everything from mainframe to IoT so it's quite the gap but uh and all the different things I've done and um what was interesting I got into the IoT like around uh, 2013 2014 and I can't even recall if it was even called IoT at that point in time but uh, I'd created my second company I started my second company and I uh, I had seen a need for uh some sort of connected device well some sort of connectivity of unconnected medical devices so there are a lot of uh, handheld uh, medical devices out there like point point of care devices that would measure you know blood pressure or red cell count primarily like in the blood industry when you go get blood right they have to get, you know take your vitals and they use these point of care devices and they're they're vastly uh, unconnected or mostly unconnected so i saw an opportunity you know through working with a customer that they wanted to have those devices be connected to their system of record so once they took a reading for a patient it would automatically enter those readings into the system of record instead of having somebody to do it manually so i created a whole uh, hardware software solution around that you know and actually leveraging you know the cloud and that was kind of my first foray into the iot so the idea of being able to take a device you know connect it up and be able to get that data into the cloud and be able to leverage that across in this case mm-hmm. you know various applications to again eliminate that manual entry of data and be able to you know really quicken the whole you know blood collection process so that's how i started so from there i saw such a there's such excitement around the opportunity to take these devices that have lots of information and are very important and how do you basically automate the connectivity of those devices getting that data somewhere and also not just one way but bidirectional right so once that that device is connected then how can i reach back down to that device 
and 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 affect some change on that device itself and maybe send a command to get some additional data that's then sent back and it's made available so that's why i started in like 2013 and i just got was really mm -hmm. excited about that opportunity so um unfortunately the company didn't I shouldn't say didn't do well, but the bottom line is, is that I was a little bit ahead of the curve. I was out there pitching that solution to a lot of healthcare providers, and um, it, uh -huh. it was just a little bit ahead of where people are at. So unfortunately, I had to uh, sunset that company, but the knowledge I gained from that, I took it forward and just uh, worked with a startup who was bringing some innovation, actually trying to basically connecting um, connected products uh, through Salesforce. So you can actually um, mm -hmm. monitor and manage all these connected products through Salesforce, which has obviously is a huge ecosystem um, of users uh, in various industries. So I took that forward there, did some good work there. And then I wanted to take my IoT experience uh, to a much more uh, global level. So that's when I joined uh, Dell, Dell Computers. And I was their first yeah. IoT solution architect there. So it just kept progressing and progressing and growing and growing, working with lots of different Industries, uh, I mean, I, I know we're going to get into this, but obviously every business vertical out there uh, is leveraging IoT or can leverage IoT. So, Wow, that was a great journey. You started from your own product and now you are ending up, uh, you know, supporting uh, different uh, people from varied backgrounds and very different industries uh, to build their own products. That's really right. great. So, well, thank you. So now that uh, you are into IoT, if you know, if a person like uh, who who graduated from uh, a college, let me you know before I go that uh, go there. Let me tell the, our audience how I met you and you know how this uh, journey started. So I was when I was in college, I was in you know complete mood of uh, uh, having uh, you know my career into something related to electronics I, I didn't have any clear picture then uh, as any normal graduate would uh, do so I was you know trying out multiple things to get to know what my passion is actually and that's when uh, there was a robotics lab set up in our college uh, and then I tried multiple things out there uh, I built few robots uh, did uh, you know so a few cool stuff and uh, tried out multiple things and then i re uh, started exploring what is the market how uh, big it is and uh, all so uh, in india specific specifically the electronic markets that uh, is is really good but uh, for for a freshers graduate uh, it's it's not a good entry there so that's when I thought, you know, I already had, uh, by the time I was uh, getting uh, graduated, I already had an offer letter in my hands that was uh, from IT industry. So I thought, let me join here because I was seeing that convergence between, uh, you know, software and hardware, uh, that's where IoT, uh, you know, is well placed there. So I thought, let me get into this IoT industry and then make my way towards uh uh, towards uh, uh, IoT, and uh, that's when I get got into uh, Entity Data, which was my first company. And uh, you know, constantly I was you know upgrading my LinkedIn profile, up, uh, you know, showcasing whatever I was doing. I was all uh, constantly DMing everyone who was into IoT to get an opportunity to start off there. But uh, no, I wasn't getting any good opportunity. And suddenly, that's when uh, you showed up, like you know. Uh, you you, uh, you gave me that opportunity to get started and you know f from uh, since then it's uh, you know a, a history so 
uh, I really thank you. Uh, I, I take this platform as a you know opportunity to thank you for that, uh, for giving me that opportunity to get into uh, you know uh, LTI, which is my current company, uh, which I'm working for to work on IoT and you know uh, get a good hands, uh, good uh, industrial experience there. Thanks a lot. So now coming back to the question, uh, what would you suggest, or what would you, what would be your suggestion for any uh, person who is in uh, he or she, if is if they are in their graduation and they are trying to learn things uh, and want to make career into IoT, because eventually that's going to be a uh, you know big thing in the future. Because uh, as you said earlier, as we were discussing backstage. Uh, there are different things. Uh, it's it's not like uh, IoT can be in one particular field. It can be embraced by each and every different uh, uh, you know industry, and uh, it it's go- gonna be you know everywhere omnipresent. So uh, what do, what is the suggestion for uh, of yours for any graduate uh, you know uh, or any person who is continuing their graduation currently to you know what what all the things that uh, they have to learn or how do they get started if they don't any, don't know anything yeah it's 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 a good question so you know obviously you know you've graduated university so have I millions of people have so i think first off you got to enjoy what you do i think that's just the bottom line right um but i right. think if you're a technologist right and looking at iot and looking at all the different areas that it touches uh, there's extraordinary opportunity. So, you know, if you enjoy, you know, let's say even like device development, right? I mean, obviously there's lots of opportunities uh, as an engineer, right? Electrical engineer, for example, um, who can really help design those devices, right? That are used at the edge, that mm-hmm. are eventually connected, you know, that are smart. Um, you have folks, obviously you have to develop the software, like you said, like embedded systems at the edge to make to make sure that those devices are smart. That's another opportunity, right? So then there's the whole security side, right? How do you secure these devices, right? So they aren't taken over by some bad, bad person, right? So you have the whole security aspect, right? That is another big opportunity. Um, and then obviously those devices have to connect to some sort of network, right? So somebody who understands networking um that's another opportunity mm-hmm. so you have so much available at the edge then let alone you know, all the thing all the different software that's you know actually deployed at the edge right looking at machine learning for example right somebody who loves that aspect of it to get really into the data understand to create various models that are deployed at the edge is another opportunity like if you like more of that nitty-gritty uh kind of data science you know modeling aspect although there's a lot of software out there that makes the machine learning aspect of it much easier so you don't necessarily have to get into maybe nitty-gritty code but there's still a lot of opportunity for developers at that level as well so that's not even that's just all at the edge right let alone getting into where do i do it what do I, you know, once that data gets pushed somewhere either into a physical data center for like an on-prem type of installation or a cloud right so when you get into a cloud situation so much opportunity for folks in, you know, coming out of university to understand, you know, cloud, you know, just aspects of the cloud, cloud technologies. And then of course there's different cloud providers, right? Obviously, you know, AWS, Azure, Google are kind of the top three. So just to become proficient in maybe one or many of those platforms, all the mm-hmm. services, you know, the 
IaaS services, the PaaS services that they offer to really leverage all the data that comes from those devices as well as communicating back down to those devices. So just so much opportunity. And then once you're in the cloud, it's just you know amazing. Lots of different things you can uh, learn from, from that standpoint. Uh, you know, you can be you know, more of a DevOps type of person who understands how to spin up these services, how to build the infrastructure, you know, how to build out the CICD pipelines to push, you know, code, um, you know, basically to other applications um, or even down to the device itself. So there's so much opportunity um, that's available. And again, that's really, uh, it could be applicable whether you want to focus or continue in IoT or not, but all that, all that type of knowledge and experience, it would really lend itself well to, again, continuing in the IoT field or, you know, leveraging it across, you know, in, in some other, you know, other implementations, other types of, um, you know, other types of technology work that you want to do. So, yeah, just a, a ton of opportunities. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, I think you're already seeing it that so many devices are smart or becoming smart. And I think it's becoming more like when I started this back in, like I said, 2013, 2014, people were excited and just amazed about how they can, how you can step on a, a scale at your house, weigh yourself and it talks to you, right. Or it sends your weight to your, a mobile app. People were well, thrilled about I would like that. to crack a joke there. I somewhere saw a meme uh, where, uh, you know, your weighing machine uh, tells you that, you know, you rather do this thing or I'll tweet out your weight onto Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. But yeah, people are excited about that. I mean, that was actually a comment in one of the, one of the presentations I made with my, my whole connected uh, medical device solution. One guy was like, yeah, this is, this is really great stuff. I, I, I'm just excited to step on my, uh, on my scale and it tell me how much I weigh and sends it to my mobile app so I can share it with my friends and family. I was like, okay. So but yeah, it's 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 amazing how far everything has come, and I think the idea of like using the word connected with a product is becoming a bit ubiquitous now. Like people just are saying it nowadays. You know, I mean, people are kind of used to that idea. You know, obviously in their homes, right? With mm -hmm. you know thermostats, with lighting, uh, with you know speakers, you know their TVs. I mean, it's I think people are just becoming more. In, in tune with and just having that word connected uh, in, in the, just in their everyday everyday speak. So I think it's just not if, but when pretty much all the devices that we interact with will be will be connected. True, that, that was really a great, uh, you know, a way of explaining it. You covered different, uh, you know, the, the whole architecture of uh, IoT actually, and also you explained each thing in a brief uh, manner. And that was really great. So how do one, uh, you know, if say, for example, I am a DevOps guy and I don't know what is IoT, but I can still contribute to it. So is it necessary that each and every person knows the whole architecture of IoT and how the thing flow uh, goes on uh, or the how the data flows and you know, each and every aspect of it, at least a gist of knowledge uh, about the whole architecture, or he can just, you know, dive deeper into his core competencies and, uh, you know, Excel. What would be your suggestion? Yeah, you really don't have to, right? I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, IoT is just another way of how I see it. I, you know, a connected product is another way to, let's say, get information 
-hmm. into some sort of environment. Again, the environment could be, again, an on-prem type environment. It could be a cloud environment and have that data be available to other applications to derive some sort of insight or some business value, right? So at the end of the day, you know, IoT is innovative in many regards, but since, you know, if I take, if I go back and look, you know, at the beginning of my career, it's still about getting data, you know, into some application and do something with the data, right? And so, the, you know, obviously IoT uh, kind of extends the reach of where we're getting data from, uh, but like manufacturing, I mean, manufacturing, you know, those, you know, those various um, hardware devices, you know, those different uh, types of systems, conveyor belts, whatever. I mean, those 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 types of equipment have been sending data, you know, to you know, core systems for many, many years, right? They've been doing this forever. That's why manufacturing was one of the first to really kind of embrace IoT and say, hey, we're already doing it, but then they can do more around IoT uh, with, you know, the insights they can get from the equipment and such. And again, so I think at the end of the day, you know, everything we're doing around IoT isn't hugely innovative in many regards, but I think the idea of when you get more of it, like into your own personal life each and every day, I think that's where it really gets exciting, you know? So I think the bottom line to answer your question is, no, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to boil the ocean, right? You don't have to learn everything, but basically everything you do in technology for the most part, you know, will uh, be involved with, uh, or it could be applicable to, you know, an IOT based solution. So, so that's how I see it. I really just see, you know, IOT as an extension of, you know, a typical application that we're used to, but now you're actually getting data from and pushing data to devices, you know, things, that are, that are, you know, internet connected, uh, which I think is extraordinary, extraordinary. True. That's, that's really true. Like the other thing uh, that you just, uh, you know, slightly touched upon was, you know, we are doing a lot of work on, on the uh, software end, but not on uh, edge devices. Actually, uh, I see, you know, there is a bit uh, work that is really going on to process things at uh, edge, you know, and do everything like that stuff. But the, the hard code, edge devices are not uh, that uh, upgraded or i i can say uh, yes because the uh, industry industries already have a good uh, equipment with them so they they are accelerating faster but the consumer electronics side of it uh, it's really taking uh, a, a lot of time to get boosted like i would yeah. i i personally prefer there should be something called as edge device as a service which would uh, actually provide devices as a service, uh, yes, there are few things that are happening uh, in a consumer, uh, you know, subscription-based models. Like I would uh, like to point out an example here. There's a company uh, from India called Live Pure. Uh, it's it basically uh, uh, you know sells out these uh, uh, water purifiers for home. Uh, for regular use at home and what they rather what they are doing rather than selling it at uh, to the customer is they are giving it out for free and they are charging per uh, each uh, you know liter of water 
so mm. that's how that's a great shift so you, you rather than you uh, you know from from a company's perspective you know they keep uh, they have a continuous uh, revenue generation from yeah. their cu- customers and also from a customer standpoint they need not worry about all the hassles that they have to buy it they have to fix it and if something goes wrong with it they also have to go and get repaired now they are also providing you know it uh, complete uh, uh, you know support customer support post uh, you know for for say five years of time so that would be a great uh, thing because uh, we need not worry about that thing and they also have uh, are projecting few things like you know the the amount of money that you pay is far lesser than uh, you paid for uh, you know a whole buying a whole water purifier so that's yeah. how i feel the edge devices have to be offered as a service and that's when uh, it would be really accelerating no, I agree with you hundred percent. You know, the, and that's something I, I haven't seen really caught on much is the idea of, you know, like the whole idea, like a, like some sort of product as a service uh, offering. Right. Um, I haven't seen that happen a lot uh, to be honest with you. Um, but it's, it's funny. I, I recently bought a, a printer for my house, mm-hmm. which I don't like to really print anything for the most part, but you know, they have kind of a service like that. Right. So you basically, it's, they basically send you, I mean, it's, it, of course the printer's connected and they kind of track how many pages that you print per month. Mm-hmm. And if you exceed, like you, in the beginning, when you install, you install the printer and you sign up for this printer cartridge service, you, you indicate how many pages you feel like you'll print a month. So then they send you, they send you a cartridge that has so much ink in it, you know, to, you know, basically cover how many pages you think you'll print. So, and I, I think I, I said, I, I think on average I'll print like 14 pages a month. So they send me a cartridge that has just so much ink in it. But what's oh. funny is that they can monitor how many pages I do print. Right. So if I, if I exceed that, right, then they'll notify me and then they'll upgrade. Cause right now the 14 page or less is considered free. Right. So now mm-hmm. if, let's say if I try to print 20, 20 pages, then they'll notify me and say, Hey, you're trying to print 20, you know, here we're going to charge you more, right. And send you cartridges that'll accommodate and support that. So I thought that was interesting. Right. And I haven't seen that happen often, um, like from a connected product standpoint, but mm-hmm. I thought, wow, the, you know, this is something that I've heard about for many years and um, I've talked about with uh, customers, you know, as we engage in conversations with them, around IoT based mm-hmm. solutions, but I haven't seen a lot of the subscription, like you said, subscription services around connected products. I haven't seen much of it, um, That's- which is exciting. A whole other set of opportunities for you know companies to really differentiate themselves from their competition, right? True. Uh, so, you know, uh, from this example that you gave and also the earlier example that I just saw uh, as a meme, so, is it don't you feel that there's a you know some possible threat in that that you know you each and every aspect of you will be monitored in future and uh, you know as developers both you and i uh, how do we you know what, what is the possible uh, idea that you have that this can be overcome yeah you know it's funny i i know some people get you know kind of freaked out about like even as something as simple as doing searching on google right? Mm-hmm. You search on XYZ items. If you're interested in 
you know, I don't know if you're interested in like gaming, right? So you go ahead and search on some games or some names of games or whatever. And all of a sudden you get these targeted ads, right? Based upon your search, right? I mean, it's funny. I, a lot of people get wigged out about that. Or if you post things on Facebook, you know, they kind of send you targeted messages or targeted advertising. I, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. Right. I think it, I'm actually for it. If I, I, cause I know I'm going to be advertised to, I know I'm going to be marketed to. Um, so I much rather be marketed items that, you know, you know, someone thinks that it would be useful to me versus just getting blindly wildly marketed to. So, you know, so I, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. I think where it gets more challenging is that, you know, if, if your identity anything around your identity is taken, obviously any sort of financial, you know, your credit cards, debit cards, you know, banking accounts, that gets compromised. Uh, I think that, you know, nobody likes that. So, I mean, obviously, you know, it gets back to the whole, you know, security side of things as well. You know, somebody wants to dig into the security aspect of that. I mean, because the end of the day, these things are going to, these things are going to happen. All right. We're going to have more and more of these types of services that are targeted mm -hmm. towards us. And um, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. So I don't, I don't think we can stop it per se. Um, I think, you know, selling, let's say like size, you know, you know, desires and, rec and, 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 you know, needs and interests in life to other companies, you know, that gets a little bit, you know, I don't think anybody likes that per se, but uh, you know, you feel a little like your <laughs> life's being in, in, intruded upon, but uh I, you know, I, so I'm not a big proponent of that, but again, again I just think if I'm going to, you know, we're all busy and if I'm going to be bothered by something, I'd rather have mm -hmm. it be targeted exactly towards me. All right. Uh, okay. That's just my opinion. All right. So yeah. that's one perspective of uh, looking at it, but uh, I would rather also think if companies can be more transparent about what kind of data is being shared or yeah. I know uh, these days, you know, all the social platforms like Facebook and all these things, they have some, you know, uh, 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 settings that are hidden somewhere down uh, uh, on the 10th page that right. we, uh, nobody even, uh, you know, goes and cares to uh, switch it off to, but I usually do that to protect their data. And uh, so uh, how can, I mean, I, I'm just thinking, I, I don't expect you to answer this, but I'm just thinking how uh, these can be done uh, from the device standpoint, because we, we uh, every day almost hear that there is some news that, you know, some major, uh, some major uh, devices are constantly listening to us or right. doing anything, all, all sort of these things. So there's definitely uh, a threat to, you know, personal lives and uh, uh, personal data of each and everyone. But that that's a discussion for the another day. So sure. let's get back to the same thing. And uh, so as a final note, what, what would be, what would be your suggestion to uh, a person who is uh, getting into IoT? What, uh, what kind of, uh, you know, rather, what kind of things they, they should be focusing on? Uh, uh, should they be focusing on, uh, you know, existing uh, or a specific technology or just understanding the whole uh, spectrum uh, as a, you know, as an, uh, as, as interest of it? Yeah, that's a good question. So, you know, if I, if I was a young person starting off my career uh, and looking at IoT as a possibility, I first off, I mean, there's so much content out there around IoT in general. Uh, so obviously, uh -huh. you know, learning from 
you know, your podcast and as a starter and getting excited about the potential of IoT for their own career. That's the first part. You know, I think you got to get excited about something in this regard. So if you, if you see, if you feel excitement and you see interest in exploring a career in IoT, then that's great. That's the first part. You know, that's the first thing. Uh, because otherwise, if you're not excited about it, then go go do something else. It's totally fine. But uh, I think you got to be excited. You got to be enthusiastic. And then from there, do some research and understand, okay, where would be your core competency? You know, what what would light you up and mm-hmm. get you excited to wake up every day? And as you know, sometimes work rather long hours <laughs> to uh, to deliver these really, really great, amazing uh, <laughs> IoT-based solutions. So that would be the first part, the first start. Uh, or the first step, I should say. So then from that point, you really get interested in, you look at the different parts of IoT and see what, again, lights you up, what gets you excited. You know, some people are like heads down developers, which is great. Um, Some people, you know, get excited about the security side of things. Some people get excited about making these devices smart. Whatever lights you up, you know, some people do like the core network connectivity side of things, which is Mm -hmm. is wonderful as well. So I think you just got to find your niche. You know, but I think, again, also the product management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Product manage as well. Uh, like I said, you know, there's so many aspects of IoT that you can you can get excited about and dig your, you know, kind of sink your teeth into. But you got to you got to just find out mm-hmm. what lights you up. I think that's the bottom line. So understand IoT from the edge all the way, you know, to the cloud, for example, and then see what is your best fit. What what gets you excited? And then just start doing some research. And as you know, there's there's tons of free courses out there. You want to take a, few, a couple courses on you know, machine learning or like, you know, any sort of any sort of developer or development language. Um, there's cloud, obviously, tons of free training around cloud, whether it's Azure or AWS or Google. And just see what what lights mm-hmm. you up and then go from there. To me, you know, the more that's, excited that's you really are. That's a great suggestion. Yeah. The more excited you are enthusiastic you are, the more successful you're going to be. Yep. So uh, this is this exactly uh, bang on to what I suggest uh, to my juniors when they ask about, you know, uh, career related guidance and all. So I just say this one statement. If you want to be happy, try turning your passion into your profession. And if you really haven't figured out what is your prof- passion by now, then just try out things. You'll you'll end up what you love. Uh, you'll end up knowing what you love. So yeah. this is what I always tell. And you are exactly. Uh, I mean, I feel you know uh, everybody who has uh, who has been doing uh, the the work that they really love. Uh, they they eventually know that uh, you know this is how it works. You know they they need not get into uh, each and uh, everything they, they they can't do each and everything but they just have to keep doing what they love and opportunities will uh, uh, come uh, come to them finding themselves exactly so that's how that's how i found you so exactly yep no i 100% agree and and the thing i've learned in my 30 plus years in technology is things are always changing right yep. but there's a lot of a lot of core concepts that can that continue forward in technology but mm-hmm. things are always changing. So I think, you know, the more flexible you can be and em- embrace change, that's really, really important. So I think that's that's very, very key. Um, but, you know, again, you know, the, you know, IoT, there's so much going on. There's so many different opportunities for people. Um, but yeah, like you said, just be excited, be open, 
be passionate. And uh, at the end of the day, you'll, you'll, you'll be successful. You'll be successful. You definitely will. Hmm. I couldn't agree more. All right. So that brings us to the end of this podcast episode. Thanks a lot, Jeff, for making your time and coming on to this podcast. Yeah. So, so really thank you, Sai, for inviting me to your, to your podcast. I know you're, this is kind of a newly started podcast for you. Um, but I've been impressed so far with you know, what you put together and your focus and your commitment to really make a difference in, in the community and in your community and in the, in the world around IOT. So again, from the beginning, when we reached out to you or you reached out to me in LinkedIn, um, to us, uh, finally getting to this point where you're actually, uh, joined the company uh, that I work for as well and uh, move forward. I was always been very impressed by who you are and what you provide you know, to the world and your excitement and enthusiasm is hugely contagious. So um, it's a pleasure for me to join your podcast and I look forward to chatting with you again. Sure. Thank you. Thanks a lot. That was, that were really, uh, you know, overwhelming words for me. You're very welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. That brings us to the end of the second episode. Hope you liked it and also found it informative. If you have any other questions around IoT, please feel free to send it across us from the connect with us section on our website, belkiot.in. And until next time, keep doing awesome as always.